0: What's up guys, today we're going to talk about the problems of using metrics in per share values. Let's go. Per share values are everywhere. Earnings per share, dividends per share, free cash flow per share. So what's the problem? The problem is share buybacks, and particularly the excessive amount of share buybacks. Most companies buy shares above intrinsic value, so they are undisciplined when they are doing it. Uh, an exception to this is Berkshire Rathaway, for example. And this increases many of the ratios that investors use, such as earnings per share, dividends per share. A company that profits the same amount every year, but buys back 5% of its shares uh, with it, will increase EPS and DPS at a 5% CAGR, and that's compound annual growth rate. Is this creating value invariably? It might, if they are buying below increasing value. But the problem is that most often they don't do so. Let's use an example of per share math. And to do this, we'll take a look at Nike. And if you'd you'd like to follow the images, the graphs, uh, you can visit the website on stockpickinginsights.com. On these graphs, you will see historic data, and that historic data contains three-year average net income over the last uh, 14 years, uh, three-year repurchase of common stock, so stock buybacks, and the EV multiple uh, softened because the denominator is three-year average net income. What you will find is that these three measures uh, all went up since 2006 up until 2020, with the exception of net income that um, went a bit flat in the last three years. We can see the results of that behavior by looking at the next graph, which contains shares outstanding and five-year KJR uh, of those share buybacks or repurchases. And we'll see that um, five-year KJRs, uh since uh, 2011, so that contains five years back uh, before 2011, so 2006 and up, up until 2011. And uh, those five-year KJRs, uh are around 1.5 to 2%, and that means that they bought back to 2% uh, of their shares every year, if you consider uh, on the performance over a period of five years. Even if you consider that they are repurchasing shares at intrinsic value, does that uh, repurchasing mean that Nike will will sell more shoes in the future or earn more from selling these shoes? or keep selling them for longer, uh, and by that I mean maintaining competitive advantage, uh, you understand what, what I'm trying to say, and the answer is no. The net income is the same, uh, regardless of how many shares there are. With these considerations, the this repurchase plan is, is simply a dividend, um, but you already knew that... Um, because we are considering that they are repurchasing at intrinsic value. The real distortion comes when you mistake this behavior for growth. You don't say that a company grows at a 2% KHR when they distribute a 2% dividend. But the market interprets these buybacks as undervaluation. The history goes like this. a company buys back stock, Market interprets as an undervaluation and pushes EV multiples up. Company keeps buying back stock at unsustainable EV multiples. The market realizes that they would have to grow too fast to sustain this valuation, this EV multiple. Uh, EV multiple comes back down and that's the end of the story. Along this way, they bought less shares than they should because they overpaid, they paid too much. My point is, it gives you a better picture and at least a more mar- margin of safety to look at the whole value. And by that, I mean uh, using net income instead of earnings per share, for example. There can be exceptions to this, as I was saying at the beginning, and Berkshire Rathaway is cl- clearly one of them. If you consider Warren Buffett to be a good capital allocator, which... Uh, many people do, you trust him to be buying back shares at, at or below intrinsic value. That means that per share growth due to buybacks is still distribution, but at least it isn't destroying value. Using per share values in Berkshire, um, quantitative analysis is not that big of a problem compared to Nike, for example. Still, if you owned 100% of the business, and by that I mean paying enterprise value for every share outstanding, per share values wouldn't even matter uh, as you own every one of them. Also, buying back shares wouldn't even be a capital allocation option. And if the company was private, I mean. That is why I sweat when a company excessively buys back shares and I would rather uh, like to see them investing in their operations and so reinvesting the profits or if they really have to distribute it, um, be, careful, be careful with uh, buying back shares at or below intrinsic value or if they can't do that, do that with dividends. And that's it. That's my take on why you should use whole values instead of per share values. Uh, if you like this content, please uh, subscribe. Um, and you can do that in the StockPickingInsights.com website. And we'll see you next week.